are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Big Ten. Everything you need to know about the Big Ten Conference every single weekday. It's a Tuesday, which usually means Kevin McGuire is in on the program with us. But Kevin on vacation for the first part of the week. So he ended up swapping days with Matt Sheehan, who's on the host of Locked On Spartans. And we've got him on here to chat everything that's going on with the conference. Matt, thanks for coming on with us and taking a couple minutes to join us here on the show. It's here to ruin everyone's Tuesday. You know, that's, that's what I'm here for. No, pumped to be here, Nate. I can't believe it's game week already. Got, what, three days till my Spartans kick off. I think two days until Minnesota, Ohio State. Oh, my goodness gracious, this summer flew by. Like, that. Like two days ago, it was August 1st. So, <laughs> Well, we're going to talk about all of those games and more here on the show. While we've got Matt on, we know he likes to talk about making the money. So we'll talk to him about this week's lines, but also just going into the season. What are some of the like win total games and bets that you should be putting stuff on? Maybe futures for Big Ten Player of the Year and stuff like that. We'll ask Matt what he likes later on in the show. But right now, while we've got our Michigan State host on, and again, Locked On Spartans posts every single weekday as well if you're a Michigan State fan. A new athletic director coming in here. Michigan State deciding to stay in-house for the hire, or at least expected to. As reported by The Athletic, it'll be Alan Holler taking over MSU sports. Matt, what can you tell us about who this guy is? Yeah, not too much of a surprise here. He was probably the odds-on favorite going in. I know that you know another name was uh, Martin Jarman out of UCLA, the athletic director out there. That would have been pretty tough to pull him away from that, especially with the basketball program on the up-and-up and the whole Jordan thing. And he's only been there for a year. Also, Heather Lake from Pitt, was uh, she was contacted. But it's you know by now clear, yeah, it is Alan Holler, um, a guy that's been around the athletic department since 2010. He's been around MSU longer than that. He's an old former quarterback that played in the George Perlis era in the late 80s. But yeah, you know, deputy athletic director the last two years. He was, uh, I, I believe, the leader of the Mel Tucker search party. And it just has done a bunch of things behind the scenes as far as like fundraising and all that stuff goes, administration. So he's dipped his fit, like his hands in every single part of the athletic department. And now, you know, he's going to be the guy now. And this is a guy that got a lot of support too from like former players, former coworkers as well. So I, I think this was the consensus favorite amongst the, the whole fan base is Alan Holler. So yeah, hey, obviously it's tough to judge a guy day zero, day, day negative four. I think they're going to announce it on Friday, but you know, the guy hasn't even been formally announced yet, but by all accounts, Hey, I'm happy with it, and everyone I've talked to seems to be pretty jazzed about it, too. So, yeah, Alan Holler, good luck, bud. Go again. Yeah, you mentioned some of the resume already with Holler. What is the reputation around him on campus? Because a lot of these guys are just kind of nameless until they get the job, and then you kind of learn a little right. bit about who they are. This guy's already done a whole lot with MSU Sports. I, honestly, it probably consensus like amongst most of the fan base. Yeah, this is a guy whose name you probably wouldn't heard um, until he's going to be announced coming up. But for the people that do know him or have read his backstory, that they know that you know what's going to bring the most sex appeal. Nothing does that more than a coaching search. And the last thing that's happened was the Mel Tucker hire and the fact that he headed up that whole group is nice. It's also super nice when well, arguably a bigger hire is going to come down the line here. One. Five, 15 years from now when Izzo retires, whenever that is, 
Uh, he's, he's most likely going to be the guy heading that up as well. So to have that coaching search experience under your belt, I like that. I mean, sure, a lot of athletic directors around the country already have that. But Holler, I mean, hey, he, he, he's been around East Lansing forever. I mean, I, I, I can't you know say anything bad about him. So I'm, I'm pumped about it. Pumped about it. Uh, for the Michigan State fans who just like tuning in on Saturdays, will they expect anything hugely different as to how this stuff's going to be run? Yeah, that, that, that's tough to say because he was in the athletic department when, when Mark Hollis was here. Mark Hollis was, you know, one of those guys that were visionary. He was always seeing what unique things they could do, like MSU playing on an aircraft carrier, basketball being played inside a football stadium, a hockey game being played at Spartan Stadium. And the last guy, Bill Beekman, like he was just an interim athletic director. He was just here to keep, you know, the athletic department's head over water. And for the situation he was thrown into with COVID, NIL, I mean, thrusted into this position out of nowhere, he did a pretty good job. So I jury's still out. I, I really do wonder if he's going to be pushing the boundaries here, kind of like Hollis did, or if he's just going to be more of a, all right, let's make sure the wheels are turning. Let's make sure the fundraising's up and up. Because you know, there's a big push to it. This is, you know, probably boring for the rest of the, <laughs> the listeners, but there, there's a big fundraising push right now for like uh, Olympic uh, facilities around campus and all the, the non-revenue sports, if you will. So he knows well, about that at least. It's a big to-do list for anyone to try and take on. But again, someone who has a little yeah. bit of experience doing it already, taking over at Michigan State. If you want to know more about everything that goes on throughout this week leading up to that announcement or through the first days of whatever Holler is going to be doing, you can, of yeah. course, listen into Matt's podcast, Locked On Spartans. It's at On Spartans on Twitter, and they're posting every single weekday just like we do here on Locked On Big Ten. Matt, we're going to talk about betting lines across the Big Ten and across the season here on today's show. We'll get into the week one lines as we're only, as you mentioned, a couple days away from football gearing up again. And, of course, we'll talk futures. We'll talk season win-loss totals. But what are some of the biggest bets across all of betting that Matt likes most? We'll chat about all of it here on Locked On Big Ten in just a minute. We got a new sponsor to tell you about, and it's Sweatblock. Now, Sweatblock has, if you don't know, some of the best products out there to just making sure that you're not sweating too much. It's the summer months, and it's the dog days of summer now in August. But Sweatblock has you covered. If you have that one shirt that you tried on at the store. It fit perfectly. You looked great. Perfect shirt for you. But then you go out in that hot weather for the first time in it, and it just absolutely gets drenched in sweat. Some people sweat a lot, but some clothes just aren't meant to take any sort of sweat, really, it seems. So if you end up having one of those shirts that just you seem to sweat through every time, or if you do just seem to sweat more than normal people, you can try out the sweat block wipes to see if it will work for you. And if it doesn't, they'll get your money back. These things are up to seven days effective on your underarms with one set of wipes. Just wipe them on your arms real nice and easy to do, and you're protected, good to go for up to a week. And again, if it doesn't keep your underarms dry, they will refund you your money. And you can save money, too, by using our promo code at the site. Go to sweatblock.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off your order. That's 20% off at sweatblock.com with the promo code LOCKEDON. That's locked on the promo code. Go try them out. You're going to come back for more. This stuff really, really does work. Hey, Nate Dickinson here with Locked On Big Ten. 
Well, it's that time of year when you want to go out and take the car for a cruise, but you never want anything to go wrong when you're trying to relax out there on the road. So go on over to rockauto.com and make sure that you're getting all the parts that you may need for a repair or just an upgrade on your car at the best price and with the easiest route to getting it done, too. Rock Auto has everything that you might need for your car. They can make sure that the part that you're getting is the perfect part exactly that you need. And they cut out the middleman of either the dealership or the part shop that can upcharge you quite a bit. You'll get the best prices and it delivered to your front door right there at rockauto.com. Head on over to rockauto.com and if you end up using the service, make sure you let them know that you heard from us by hitting locked on in their little how did you hear about us box. On Big Ten, everything you need to know about the Big Ten Conference every weekday. We're here with Matt Sheehan, usually on on Fridays, but here subbing in on a Tuesday episode to talk about some of the betting lines this week and throughout the season for the Big Ten. Matt, we've talked to you a little bit about this first week of football games, but things obviously change. And we want to talk to you about future bets as well, like Heisman Trophy odds for the guys who are there in the Big Ten, uh, win totals for teams overall as we get into this season. But let's start with this first week, because again, only a couple of days away from Ohio State, Minnesota, which has an intriguing line behind it. Michigan State starts up in a few days. Everyone's playing over the weekend. What are you looking at for those first few games this weekend as some of your favorites as far as least the individual bets go on the games? Yeah, I'm looking to walk right into a mousetrap um, because Ohio State minus 13 and a half. It doesn't seem like a lot of points. It doesn't seem like enough for a Buckeye team. And when I say mousetrap, I mean that a lot of people are looking at the same big slice of cheese and they are ready to get their heads completely lopped off right there on that line. Because as last I checked, 88% of the betting public is also taking the Ohio State Buckeyes in. <laughs> when that usually happens in Vegas, that means the 12%, they're going to be making it rain and winning some cash. But you know what? I know what I'm doing. I'm walking straight into the mousetrap because I'm going to be taking Ohio State minus 13 and a half because... Vegas, Vegas can't win every single time, right? So, yeah, I don't know any better. I am going to be walking straight into the Ohio State minus 13 and a half spread on Thursday night and probably losing uh, about two, two or three units. Yeah, you might as well start the season off big, right? I mean, I'm not here to sit in my hands and not lose money as fast as I possibly can. Um, yeah, but that's well, with that I Ohio like, State Minnesota game, I'm just staying away from it because I would have to bet the Minnesota side. If I wanted to bet it and feel good about it, sure. but at the same time, I know that if I'm betting that Minnesota side, it's a game where I'm just sitting there the entire Thursday night miserable watching either Ohio State blow out Minnesota or Minnesota keep it close. But obviously, you know, Ohio State can go up two touchdowns sure. within 30 seconds or a minute and a half. So it's just a game where I know no matter what happens, even if I end up winning it at the end, I'm spending at the end, I'm spending the entire 60 minutes of football just hating yeah. the experience. So I'm not just touching feeling that dirty. It's feeling yeah. filthy. Yeah. However, do you know, a fun a fun way to go about the game, and I, I do this all the time. I did it with the UCLA Hawaii game. Take the over. Just take the over. Root, root for points. Root for action. 64 and a half. I don't think that's that bad, actually. That that it is a very high number, but I, you know, Minnesota's defense, yeah, okay, whatever. But their offense, solid. Ohio State's offense beyond solid. I, I don't hate 64 and a half. It's a high number we're looking at, but hey, if, if you want to enjoy your Thursday night, crack a few beers open and just watch teams try to, you know, boat race themselves to 70, 80 points. Whew, now that 
That's how you spend a Thursday, Nate. That's how you do it, bud. So, Did UCLA score enough on its own to cover that over? I was hoping they would, but they didn't. No, no, no. We, <laughs> Not we, quite. We, no. We, fell, we fell about a touchdown short of over 68, So, which was uh, lofty, and it broke a few of my parlays. But you know just what? Needed a Off little bit of help there. didn't get uh, it. A little, a little bit of help. Yeah, Hawaii. Maybe it's just more than a touchdown from Hawaii. I mean, love my <laughs> Rainbow Warriors, but come on. Got to get it done to the mainland, too. Come on. Yeah, let's talk about more of the games here in the middle of the country. The Big Ten is going to dominate this first week. I've said it. A couple of ranked games in this first weekend. We have Indiana, Iowa. We have Penn State, Mm -hmm. Wisconsin. And obviously with the big games comes big betting lines and big people out of it, of course, too. What do you think about where those games sit at the moment? I, I haven't even checked the lines recently. I'll take them right now. Yeah, Wisconsin-Penn State seems to be holding water right at minus four and a half with the Badgers being favored. Understandably yeah. so. I mean, they're, they're a good team. Graham Mertz is back. I mean, there's probably a lot of hype around him being back to 100%. And, yeah, I, I'm, I'm like this, too, as a fan. Uh, Camp Randall scares me. I mean, like, that, that seems like a, a place where you should be getting four and a half more points at least towards your team if you're Wisconsin. So, That'll be a tough one. I, I think I am going to go Wisconsin in the end. Penn State coming off a somewhat shaky season last year. I, I just think Wisconsin is in a more stable place right now, and I'll say it again. I, I just love when Wisconsin's at home. I only ever bet against Wisconsin when they're at home, and four and a half points to kick the season off at noon, big noon Saturday. Whew. Yes, sir. Let's go. So, yeah, I, I might just sprinkle a little bit on Wisconsin uh, minus four and a half. But, man, that Indiana-Iowa game, it's the most most hyped team in the Big Ten, Indiana, three and a half point underdog to start the season. It's intriguing. It's crazy, right? I know, I know, and like that that, that is just it, it stinks too much out loud for me. I, <laughs> if I'm being held at metaphorical gunpoint, and I could, I'll probably change my pick four times by the time the teams even kick off. But right now, as it stands, like I think I'm going to go Iowa. I don't know why I'm high in the Hawkeyes Hawkeyes this year. But the over-under 245.5 as well, like, oh, my God. Like, it, this is the toughest game to, to pick. I don't think I will actually put money on this one. I, but, hey, that's not to say I'm not going to sit back and enjoy this one because any game that goes on in Kinnick, that's got, like, some big, big implications towards it, uh, it it's, it's always just crazy town over there. So I, I, I can't wait for it. Won't be betting on it. We'll still watch every minute, though. Got that right. Well, we've talked about a couple of the guys already who are on the Heisman Trophy betting list, at least according to betonline.ag, which again, we're getting all of our lines from here. I believe it was CJ Stroud plus 1100. I'm going to pull it back up right now because for some reason things Sounds ended up right. going wrong on my computer. But CJ Stroud <laughs> was plus 1100. Yes. Next up, Graham Mertz is at plus 2800. Is there any sort of value in putting any sort of bets on either of those guys or even Michael Penix Jr. at plus 5,000? I, I mean, what's not fun about a plus 5,000 bet, you know? like <laughs> If you have a dollar, go for it. Just, just throw it. You, you won't miss it. I mean, I – no. I, listen, I, I love Michael Penix. He's awesome. He makes college football is what it is. But I, just from a health standpoint, like I, I just don't know if he can stay healthy long enough to have a Heisman – campaign really hoping he is um also i do like uh adrian martinez still being on the board at plus uh twenty thousand. by the way that's one dollar to win two thousand i do love that bet online.ag still has that right now um holy you'd have to you know what that's that's a dollar i'm keeping actually i i'll, I'll do it for for uh, 500 to one on uh, Penix. i will not do it on 2001 for martinez after uh what we saw last saturday to go back to your question though 
Yeah, CJ Stroud, 11 to 1. Why not? $10 to win 110. I mean, Ohio State's going to be a college football playoff team if he has the stats to go along with it. And the guys above him, like Bryce Young and Spencer Rattler, don't necessarily have you know the, the juiciest stats possible. Why not? I mean, 11 to 1, I think, is really good value on CJ Stroud. It's boring, but sometimes the, the boring picks are the ones you have to make. And uh, that's what we got to do right now. Yeah, it's, it's one of those situations where, I mean, betting a Heisman candidate preseason is a bit foolish in itself. But if you're going to do it, might as well do it on a Big Ten player in a year yeah. where the Big Ten doesn't have that marquee name, at least going into the season. Maybe two, three weeks in, one of these guys yeah. we're talking about emerges as a superstar. But at least right now, the betting public has the value there if you th- think one of them is going to be able to come up. It's not like, I guess the point is nobody here is the favorite is what I'm saying. And no, that's not a good right. thing. But if you think it's going to happen, it obviously is. Yeah. And like the guy in the big 10, like as far as quarterbacks go is probably Graham Mertz, but I, I just don't know if Wisconsin airs the ball out enough for him to even get those numbers. I, that's, that's the, the hard part too. You know, like they're going to have a great season. I think Graham Mertz is an awesome player, but I, is he going to stand up to, I don't know what Spencer Rattler is going to have how many passing yards this year? Two, 2000, no, I mean, 20,000 passing yards to go along with a, a zillion rushing yards. I, I just know it's great player, but eh, for as far as like Heisman voting stats, I, I just don't see it. Sadly. I'm looking, It's going to be interesting for sure to just see how any of that plays out. Cause we, we talked about it a lot already and it's kind of too meta to get too much more into, but somebody's going to have to be the guy. And it's going to end up emerging as C.J. Stroud, Michael Penix Jr., whoever that is over the season. Hopefully there's a little bit of a battle for it before these teams actually face off and we're able to get some good games. But let's wrap up here, Matt, by talking about win totals. There's all sorts of overs and unders that I think are intriguing on this board. I want to kind of just open it up for you first. Give me one that you like. Oh, boy. Okay, I don't... hmm. Over seven and a half for Michigan. I, I, listen, I'm not high in the Wolverines at all this year, but I'm not that low on them either to the point where I think they're going to dip below seven and a half wins. It, it's a pretty favorable non-conference schedule. Like they do open up against Western Michigan. They do play Washington, but that's at home. And then you have Northern Illinois. Okay, that's that should be three right there. And then uh, the, the crossover, I don't think, you know, was, was that poorly dealt to them. Yes, you have to go to Wisconsin. That sucks. That's something you never want to do. You also go to Nebraska and Northwestern. Those are your other two crossover games in the division. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, the, the Big Ten East is no picnic either, but you, you still do have your Rutgers and your Maryland's. And so I, I think seven and a half, I, I got to go over that for Michigan. I, I, hey, believe me, I want them to go way under that. That would be so much fun. God, four, four and eight Michigan. Oh, my goodness. I'd be laughing until June. It'd be great. But now I, I think over seven and a half, unfortunately, for. <laughs> Wolverines is it. And also with that said, too, I, I might as well talk about their rival because you um, can never talk enough Ohio State. Over 11 wins for Ohio State in regular season. I mean, I, their, their test is Oregon, maybe Penn State. I, I hard stop there. So I over 11 wins for Ohio State. That's why not. If I got to watch these guys go 12-0 and again, I want to be paid for it. That's that's pretty much my, my reasoning. That's <laughs> There it is right there. Uh, I think Minnesota's at seven right now. I like over seven for the Gophers, especially given right. how sloppy some teams are looking, at least to start the season in the Big Ten. Sure. I mean, I guess the Gophers won't play both. Or, yeah, yeah. Anywho, 
I won't get into schedules now, but I like the way that is. Um, I'm looking at other stuff. I, I, oh, one more question. Do you think Illinois has any sort of different uh, outlook for the season as far as just like win total goes for them going into this? Because that's something I assume I'll look at it right now that they're at like three or four, and I'll make sure that I'm right when I say that actually. Three and a half, or Northern Illinois is at three and a half. Anywho, Illinois will find in a minute, but it can't be great. Do you think this is a team who can now like fight its way into like bowl eligibility? I think it could. I, yeah, I don't see why they wouldn't think that for sure. Like, I mean, listen, you also got UTSA, Virginia, and then Charlotte and, and your non-conference if you're Illinois. Yeah, you, you're never going to get a good you know shake with your, your crossover matchups. But as, as far as crossover goes, Illinois kind of won the lottery here. They have Maryland and Rutgers as two of their crossover games in the Big Ten with the um, third game being Penn State. Sorry, you, you can't go a perfect three for three going Big Ten West to Big Ten East with your three crossover games. But that's that's as good as it could probably get right there for Illinois. So, I, yeah, bowl, I mean, I'm starting to look at the Motor City Bowl or the, the Music City Bowl. I, like, it's Pasadena from Illinois. Bowl eligibility in Brett Bielma's first season, like, I'd, I'd be over the moon if I was an Illini fan with that. And, yeah, I, I don't see why I would be going to bed without hope for that if I'm an Illinois fan that just saw what I saw last week. Was it a perfect game? Abs- oh, my, no, it was disgusting. Hey, disgusting wins in the Big Ten, baby. Just win. They don't ask how you win. They ask how many you win, Nate. So that's, yeah, that'd be pretty high if I was an Illinois fan. Why not? not? Yeah, well, we've said already anything in this first year for Brett Bielema would be icing on the cake. Absolutely, yeah. A bowl appearance, bowl win would obviously be huge. That team's on its way already with one conference win under its belt, albeit an ugly one against Nebraska, a team that has plenty to figure out on its own with Scott Frost feeling that seat getting warmer and warmer. But that's a conversation for another day, Matt. Anything else before uh, we go sure here yeah. as far as anything that's gotten your eye in the betting lines here in the future for the season in the Big Ten? It, yeah, what time is it? Oh, it's a home or power hour. Is that okay? Good, because I'm about to talk about my Michigan State Spartans right now. Um, opened up, I believe, at three and a half wins, which is just insulting. Okay, hey, last year was bad. It wasn't that bad though. Okay, like we got two wins with a roster that was made of, of MAC players. Mel Tucker got rid of all those kids. He brought in some instant impact starters. Am I going to say we're going to win ten games? Absolutely not. But right now, over unders five and a half. It is a very friendly start to the season for the Michigan State Spartans, especially against Northwestern, who is replacing everyone. Everyone. Their top four pass catchers, their quarterback, their running back blew his knee out, their top two linebackers, their best cornerback in a while, all gone. So this is not a bad place for Michigan State to start, who is underdogs in this game. Three and a half point underdogs going to Evanston on Friday night. And do you know what they call Evanston, Nate? They call it West East Lansing. That will be a neutral crowd, if not maybe even a home crowd for Michigan State. So I am uh, – you can't see this if you're listening to the podcast. I, a giant oil drum of Kool-Aid. I have dumped it all over myself. I am drinking the green Kool-Aid, baby. Spartans plus three and a half against the Wildcats. And if you want to sauce it up, over five and a half wins for the season, baby. That's right. Hold my hand. I'll take you to Moneyville. Let's go. So that's, uh, that's all I got for you. You can follow him there at Matt or at Sheen underscore sports. Sorry, on Twitter at oh, Sheen yeah. underscore sports. I'll let you take it away for the rest of the plugs, Matt. Where else can people find you? Oh, Sheen underscore sports is the best place to yell at me for all uh, the losing bets I'll be giving you this year. 
Um, yeah, at on Spartans, and then yeah, hey, check the Lockdown Spartans podcast wherever you get your podcast if you want to, you know, hear me bloviate and talk about how MSU is going to throttle the Wildcats this Friday. God, I'm probably not actually. It's probably going to be like fifteen to thirteen or something like that. But whatever. <laughs> You can get all that Michigan State news, whether it be the football news or the big athletic director news, everything yep. going on every single weekday over at Locked On Spartans. Matt Sheen's with us usually every Friday, but he's here subbing in for Kevin McGuire on a Tuesday. Hopefully we'll have Kevin back in for the Friday show, and then we'll be back to normal starting up next week, which means we'll have a little bit of a break before we talk to you again, Matt Hopefully we'll be able to hear your voice at some point and maybe Michigan State does something exciting. We can get you in here before next Friday over the weekend. God, that'd be great. Yeah, I, I don't want to come as an empty husk of myself after watching MSU lose 35-3 to in Evanston this Friday. But hey, we'll see. It's Big Ten, baby. Anything can happen. Looking forward to having you back on next week, Matt. Until then, I'm Nate Dickinson. Again, be sure to follow the show wherever you're listening to your podcasts at Locked On Big Ten. That's one zero, not T E N, on Twitter, and my personal accounts at Nate with Sports. Until tomorrow, this has been Locked On Big Ten. Hey, Nate Dickinson here with Locked On Big Ten. BetOnline.ag is the place to go for any of your online sportsbook needs. The baseball season is back underway. The NBA Finals are wrapping up. And of course, I know you're already looking at some of those football futures for the fall as well. Whatever your need may be, as far as sports betting goes, betonline.ag can help you make your money. Head on over to betonline.ag right now for all the best lines, all the news you need to make sure you're up to date before you put those bets in, and we'll get you some free money to start out with too. If you go to betonline.ag right now and use our promo code Locked On. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's 50% on top of whatever you put into your account that first time you put money in. Just add it on for free. Thanks to the people over at BetOnline. It's BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts.